Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. So there's a balloon over Montana, I think it is. A Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, that's the last location I heard of it. I do think it's kind of funny that everybody's talking about, oh, we should just... I hope some guy just shoots it down. If that was over Alabama, they'd shoot it. Well, it is you know like high up in the between air, eighty and one hundred and twenty thousand yeah, feet. So no yeah, way. probably not. It's basically no. just it's basically just an go. inside atmosphere satellite. I mean, you're yeah. not going to shoot that thing down. Yeah. It, it, so the question one, we should shoot it down. Oh yes, yeah, we should. Um, just to say, no, you, you're not allowed to do that. And if we were doing it to you, you'd shoot it down. So, uh, but the other is, I'm not, obviously it's taking pictures, um, but I don't know. They have satellites that can do all that. Yeah, but I, think, I about, they get. think about what they're taking pictures of in Montana, right? It's It's got to be nuclear silos. What else is yeah, there to take pictures what of What I'm in saying Montana? is, is they, can, they can take pictures, they can take probably just as good of pictures or better from satellites because of the technology would probably be superior, but I mean, so this is just a test. Well, to see how this we is would the theory respond. I heard floated. Here's here's what I heard floated, and this was really interesting. To get floated, it floated. Um, uh. is that this is more about just doing it and seeing if we'll do anything about it than it is than it is the getting pictures. Or whatever. I heard Biden wanted to shoot it down, right? He Biden said he wanted to shoot it down. He had the F twenty twos. The F twenty twos were up there. Biden said to shoot it down, and he was told not to because of the potential for uh, debris. And okay, that's a non-starter. That's yeah. a non-starter. You're that's over so Montana. That that I know, is a but it was over Bozeman that, at the time. It's a complete fake, pro, you know, excuse for not There's, shooting it down. There's okay, no. That's not. Le, that's not a legitimate excuse at all. It's if just you making know its trajectory, up. if you know the balloon's trajectory, which you could know fairly easily, then you know when to shoot it to have it hit a fairly unpopulated area. It's not okay. It might be almost rocket science, but it's not. Well, I got news for you. The vast majority of this nation is unpopulated. When it yeah. comes to square miles. Oh, especially in that and Especially area. in that area yeah. of the country. Yeah, wait five minutes to shoot it down. It'll hit the other side of the city. I think when I heard this, the first thing that I thought was, they're not even trying. Like, they know that we would see this. Oh, yeah. And know about it. And they just, do, like, they don't even care. This well, is like rubbing your nose in it. Did you see the saying, route? We're yeah. going to do this and you're not going to do anything about it because we own you. The route that it came was over Alaska first then through Canada, then down into Montana. So we, you know, how? why are we just hearing about it when it finally gets over Montana? Because I guarantee, you know how closely we monitor the airspace between Russia and Alaska? Like a lot. Yeah. So there's no way we didn't know about it when it hit Alaska. Before it hit Alaska, when it took off from China and we saw what direction it was going, we should have been like, hey, that's coming here. We should. We could have shot it down over the ocean. We there was no well, question where it was headed. You could have you you would wait till it got right on the edge of your now talk about shoot air defense. Yeah, zone but talk about shoot, shoot it, down. it down in an unpopulated area. Why did we even let that thing get out of Alaska? 
Well, I heard Alaska is um, the place to shoot that down. I heard an Air Force general, uh, at a, you know, saying today, "This is not. This is the first one we know that we, the American people, know about. It's not the first time this has happened." So there have been other Chinese balloons apparently come over the United States. We, the American people, just didn't know about it. They, I don't. So why I don't know why they chose to tell us this time. I think there's I think there's so many jokes to be made specifically because it's a balloon and that's goofy that it's a balloon. I've seen so many different things like um, China's waiting for us to shoot it so that blue dust can come out and they can say it's a boy. Uh, <laughs> I've seen where um, somebody edited a picture uh, and they put words on the balloon and it said, Eric, happy Valentine's Day. Love Fang Fang. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, you know that even shooting it down now and having all that equipment fall to earth in the U.S. is not stopping them from getting information because oh no, I would I, everything they're getting right now is just being sent directly to China yeah. via satellite. Yeah, it's not stored on they're, board. They're looking, yeah, they're looking at it live time. So My only time, thing so. is, um, is it? And there's, I can't imagine that China would do this. Is there a bomb in it? Right. I. I wouldn't think. It doesn't look big enough. It just looks like scaffolding with solar panels and uh, a couple cameras on the ends. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to know how good the cameras are nowadays. I mean, even 40, 50, 60 years ago, they had cameras that from 100, you know, in a spy plane 100,000 feet could read the Surgeon General's warning on the pack of cigarettes. So who knows what it is now. But the consensus here is that we should definitely shoot it down. And I feel there's like no that's reason, a consensus no re- across the country. Well, let me ask you this question. What reason would there be not to? Uh, the bogus uh, danger to casualties okay, so on the, the ground. But, but, but that's not, so that's not a reason. No, no. Like what real reason bogus. is there's nothing. There's what, nothing. what real reason would there be to not shoot it down? We lo- Because they love China. There you go. Yeah. That's the only reason. Come, come up. Give, give me another reason why we wouldn't, why we, you wouldn't shoot it down. I don't have one. We love China. Xi, Xi told Biden not to shoot it down. But I also saw a Babylon Bee story that said um, uh, President Biden plans to shoot the balloon down once, or sh- to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon once China's done spying with it. <laughs> <laughs> he did uh, postpone his trip to China. That would expedite my trip to China. Right. Right? I don't know what the plans for this trip trip to China were. That for, would make but... my that would make my trip to uh uh China move up. I'd say, "Eh, I'm coming to China right now. I'm bringing your stupid broken balloon." Yeah. Here so so we're in agreement. Just pop it. Pop it. Pop it. So what do you guys think it means that Hunter Biden is going after people that are um, discussing things on his laptop? He's going after That's them so legally. So, what, 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 is, what does that ultimately say to us? In case you missed it, Hunter Biden's lawyer came out with a statement and basically they want charges brought up against anyone who had access to the laptop without his permission. However, they also stated this isn't a confirmation that it is his laptop. But well, it, it might be. They said that after everybody pointed out that you are bringing legal action against people who are disseminating, not just having your laptop, they're disseminating what's on your laptop. 
So everybody said, oh, so you're admitting it's your laptop. So the next day, maybe even two days later, then the lawyers came out and said, oh, yeah, basically it's like we screwed up. Um, that doesn't mean this is his laptop. So it, that, that was not a simultaneously released. How is ignoring the laptop not his best play at this point? Because why would you start a legal proceeding over the contents of the laptop to just push them further into the light? That's stupid. He's got the he's well, got dumb lawyers. They should have never done it in the first place. And you're right. They just admitted that it's his laptop. That's all around dumb. I heard Bill O'Reilly today um, say that this is a this what he understands this to mean is that he know he's about to get charged. Um, so this is like a preemptive game plan, but he's going to get charged on the tax evasion stuff. And this is a way to kind of, um, I guess, obfuscate and distract. But anyways, and he'll end up then he'll get charged with tax stuff and he'll take a plea. Um, so I, you know, I didn't really, I didn't see how this was really benefiting him in the whole tax evasion charge, but that was Bill O'Reilly's take on it. I mean, can you guys think of how that would work? He also said that there's no way the Biden White House is on board with this because you're inviting more scrutiny on Joe Biden by doing this because everybody's going to go after this. Yeah, it's like, um, hey, how can we make this laptop thing go away? Well, let's let's launch a lawsuit that will enter all the contents onto the record as evidence. Yeah, discovery. Let's do it, baby. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, those those definitely is, it, are it, those those lawyers are definitely like Hunter's lifelong friends that have just like well, apparently this one guy been involved with the prostitution really... and the drugs the whole time with him. Or it's a it's a desperation act because they have no other option. I mean, if so. is it. The only thing I can think of is it's maybe some possible intimidation thing, but I don't know how you're intimidated. I mean, even the, the, um, what's the John Mac Isaac, the computer guy, he was, I heard him, uh, this morning and, you know, they're going after him with this as well, but he has a legal document signed by Hunter Biden saying, if I do not pick this up in 90 days, it becomes, you know, this Mac Isaac's it's, it becomes his property. We do so, that. Our, ours is less. Ours is less than that. We do that where I work. Is we have they they sign a paper that says that if we can't get a hold of you, or if we have gotten a hold of you and haven't been paid within two weeks of when we give them the bill, that their part becomes our property. And we have more than once had to use that. So it's not. It's normal. Yeah. So I don't know how intimidating that can be. Um, plus apparently he had, you know, records that he had called Hunter Biden multiple times to get him to come pick it up and he never did. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what legal grounds you would have, but the only thing I could think of is if you were trying to intimidate them, people to, to silence them. But I think everybody has the attitude is like, that'd be great. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go to court. Let's do discovery. Let's take, so they haven't actually, they haven't actually done it. They're just threatening it. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't. They haven't actually. I don't think you know gone after anybody legally. Um, his I, his lawyers have just been talking about it, but it is a tantamount to admit, admitting that the laptop is his. It, it is real, and what's on it is really problematic. 
um, because it was like, again, it was after the fact that everybody pointed out, oh, what you're saying is that this is yours. Then they came out and said, oh, no, 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 that we didn't mean that to be an admission that it is. Well, too late. You already did. Did you hear that Nikki Haley declared for the presidential election? Well, that's, yeah, that's a waste you, of money. You know what you were just doing? Yeah. You know what you were just doing, Cassidy, what I was watching you doing on the screen? What? A big old the yawn. yawn. Yeah, that's People what can't... that's that's Nikki Haley that's announcing. Nikki Haley. Yeah, for Did you hear Larry Elder on Megan Kelly's show? Uh oh, you mean the black kind you mean of the black face of he... white supremacy? Yeah, I know imply him. that he was thinking about running for president. Until one of these people self-destructs, there are only two viable Republican candidates for president. Right yeah, now. everybody's out of their minds. If they're if you're not Trump and you're not DeSantis, you're crazy if you think you even stand a chance. Now, right. Now, something may happen where one of them falls out of the race. Yeah, and then the other one's the shoe-in. They'd have to, yeah, I yeah, they'd have to both catastrophically Do- implode. For anybody else have, to even have a chance. Do you guys have a feeling that there's a lot of people that still support Trump even over the, you know, what I see as to be a good option of DeSantis simply because they want to shove it down the other side's throat because they feel like he got screwed so bad in 2020? Maybe, but I also think that there's a lot of I them. I have no idea. That, that it. They talk about, you know, Trump and MAGA being a cult. There's a little bit of that. I'm not going to deny that there is definitely a little bit of that. I mean, we've talked about it before. There's Trump derangement syndrome, but there's also Trump infatuation syndrome. And I see some people are absolutely Trump or truth social is unbearable. We've talked about it before, but I, I tried to get back on there recently again, just this week. You can't open a comment section on any Trump post no one even is talking about the post. They're just spamming it with like memes worshiping Donald Trump. It's it's absolute absurdity. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's some people that are just Trump brainwashed. There, there's. I just still think that he's vulnerable on COVID, on his handling of it, and the rush development of the mRNA. Um. I I don't, I don't blame his initial. You know those first couple of weeks, but after that, um, yeah, I have a problem with the way it was handled. And he still talks favorably about the vaccines, and I'm sorry, they're just not. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I just see that as a, as a real vulnerability. Yeah, ju- just saying that there should not be a mandate to force vaccines—that's not enough anymore. And when you, he has gone after now DeSantis, saying, "Oh, DeSantis locked down." When you can pull endless sound bites of Trump criticizing him, DeSantis, for opening back up too early. He did it to Kemp, that's too, because Georgia that's was absurd. First, Georgia was the first state to open up, and he attacked right. him. Right. That's absurd. I mean, I don't know how he thinks he's not going to get that played against him. I don't think he thinks about that stuff. I, I, I agree. <laughs> how do you doesn't. become as successful as him and not think that far ahead? Okay, listen, this is the same person that allowed someone to talk him into making digital trading cards of himself and announce it like it was some huge deal. This is the I guy wish we're I would have bought about. one of them because about two days later, you could have doubled or tripled your money on reselling it. 
my principles won't allow me to participate in <laughs> nonsensical trading cards. I don't care for what. Okay. Since you mentioned the vaccine with Trump, did you hear that one of the theories of why chickens aren't laying eggs has to do with RNA something? I did not hear that. I, <laughs> when I Googled, when I was trying to find the stories about the Purina chicken feed situation, that's one of the things that came up on PolitiFact was something about people saying something about RNA, and they said, this is not causing the chickens. <laughs> okay, so on that, in that vein, can, can we call this episode the chicken conspiracy? There is a yeah, conspiracy I'm, I'm against chickens. Yes. <laughs> they are killing chickens and neutering chickens and and not making them not lay every which way they can possibly think of. What this is, is going somebody on? Somebody thought they were putting somebody thought they were putting RNA like mRNA like vaccine type stuff into the chicken feed. But no, I don't think it's that in the chicken feed. I just think the chicken feed is doesn't have something in it like protein likely is I think what I'm seeing would be the case. The reason that all these chickens are not laying eggs. They replace the protein. They replace the protein with spike protein. <laughs> I saw a guy uh, interviewed who, who has chickens and he said his chickens had not laid. It was, it was like a year. It was crazy. And he changed. This finally is not one guy. He changed. Well, this is it's a all over specific the guy I saw. So people probably are responding. He said he finally changed chicken feed and within a couple of weeks they were laying eggs is normal yeah so it's all these people saying they're feeding their chickens this like it was pur- purina. purina chicken feed that's like carried by rural king and there's some kind of partnership like when all this started they are associated i don't know you can follow it, all these crazy the, TikToks it's formulated all these farmers all over it's formulated at the wuhan lab for viro- <laughs> virology is <laughs> It's where I the chicken feed formula joke. comes from. But, okay, Kate, when you said they replaced the protein with spike yeah. protein, this is also linked that some people are, are linking this on Twitter um, to some studies that show that eggs are a good defense against the spike protein. And so that's why they want a egg shortage so that we cannot defend ourselves naturally against the spike protein. Yeah, I saw that too. Hey, do you guys think that the conspiracy of cholesterol being bad for you was to uh, dissuade people from eating eggs that are really good for you? It's not just the fat and the cholesterol. It's It's been an attack against truth on food and nutrition for the last, you know, 50 years to convince us. You know, like I said, I... Have we talked about it on here? I've changed my diet. I was eating high protein, you know, low fat, low carb. And I got to the place that I just was like, I, I my workouts were pathetic and I would just be exhausted. Like two hours after I had finished working out, I just would be like collapsed. And I've switched and gone back to what you'd think of as being what was it? Yeah, real traditional American diet, you know, meat, you know, some red meat, eggs, hard cheese, uh, Extra virgin olive oil, whole milk in my in so my coffee, and I feel and so much. Be- I can't even tell you how much better I feel. And I realized last night, it's like, wow, I don't hit the wall anymore after post workout. Two hours later, just feel like I'm absolutely just going to collapse. I don't feel that way anymore. It's you know, whole nutrient dense foods. Um, you're and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting fatter from it. I mean, 
I just feel so much better. My, my, you know, I'm going back up again, lifting in my weights and, um, yeah. Although I will, I'm not going to tell you to pound eggs if you're not working out. I mean, an egg or two isn't going to hurt, but I wouldn't be eating like I eat eggs. Um, if you aren't doing something to be working out. So on top of the feed and chickens not laying eggs, then we also have the story from a few days ago where like 100,000 hens were killed in a chicken farm fire in Connecticut. Yeah. They're, I think they're, I saw they're, two they're of They're burning those. chickens up. They're crashing airplanes into chicken houses. There's, you know, their feed stores are catching on fire. Their, their feed is, uh, you know... Not I wonder how the, them lay. I wonder how the chicken farm by the soccer field in Botkins is faring. Now, as a goalie that played in the goal at the end of the the half of the field where that chicken farm was located, I wouldn't be too sad to see that one go because it stank. There's chickens right next to uh, my in-laws' house, very close. My brother, yeah, my brother used to manage used to manage a couple of chicken houses that. I remember headless. that. Um, and they, yeah, they're pretty rank inside. Their their uh, manure is really um, acidic, really highly acidic, but it's really potent. Um, and they use it for fertilizer. But I, I, I mean, a hundred thousand chickens. Yeah, that's it. That is a lot of chickens. But that's not a big chicken house. There are chicken laying houses around here in our area that are multiple hundreds of thousands. Yeah, but they're. That's just how many died before well, they put the fire out. this is one of the country's largest egg producers. Mm. Yeah. So that was just a, that was just a, uh, oh, did, it wasn't it the entire some thing? Of them. Oh, okay. Probably not. Okay. Um, but I remember telling you, walking up and showing you that story and you said, oh yeah, I saw that a few days ago. And I'm like, no, this is from like 12 hours ago. And. Well, maybe that's when the story was published, but that's yeah. not when the no, event I, No, the, the story had been published an hour before that. The event had happened that morning. So that was, two separate incidences within days of each other. Well, what about here locally? Just what was it? Gina Dairy. We could, we could half ago. Yeah. yeah. Gina Dairy. Gina Dairy. Burned down. That's, that's just local here in our, I mean, like, you know, what is that? Well, tw- some of these 12 miles be... away. I mean, some of them are probably are accidents, but you can't yeah. tell me that several hundred of them in the last year and a half to two years are accidents. Without showing me a reason why there would be an uptick that isn't some kind of conspiracy. And it seems right. And it seems to be that there is this focus within the realm of, of pullets of of chickens. I mean, they're being hit from every direction. Um, Save the chickens. We had a, we should start a hashtag locally. We had a mink farm here recently where somebody i guess for the second time decided to release the minks thousands um thousands of minks all over the place and they were they literally were bringing like a bulldozer in to clean off 120 uh, highway 127 here locally because there were so many minks that were run over they were because they're crossing and people just by the thousands but also they would like attack small pets and children and stuff so they're not like domesticated ferrets and so people because of that it was like it, they were they were going after people's chickens and stuff like that so yeah they, people they, were being told it was fine <gasps> to kill them it was okay. intentional to kill the chickens the chickens <laughs> they released the minks they released the, the minks to kill hey, the chickens eric erickson on real clear politics wrote that 
about this chicken conspiracy and he says and this is true that in the winter it's normal to get lower egg production right and he said that the like talking to experts and at christmas like when the nation froze and you had colder weather like really cold weather over many days that it would stop egg production and that he said multiple farmers veterinarians and food scientists all tell me this looks normal and then he explains the changing how people are changing the feed and suddenly getting egg production He's saying it's either a matter of shocking the chicken system into egg production or just a coincidence of timing. And Eric Erickson is a he's a conservative radio yeah. guy. But so I mean he has another explanation for it, but could I seems strange. Could I point out all of the scientists it's, that tell you that mRNA vaccines don't hurt you and that you should get them? Right. The whole idea of talking to experts and expert? scientists anymore has just, they've ruined it. It's it's one of those where your your gut, you hear enough and you see enough that yeah you can you can use theoretical physics to prove that an elephant can hang from a dandelion over the edge of a cliff too, but it doesn't mean it's going to actually happen. Um, I would like to see somebody prove that. That's a, that's a line from the movie JFK. Anyways, uh, so back and to the left. <laughs> So when we see, when we see, um, when you see enough of this stuff, you just like, and you, and you know what's been done to the so-called scientific experts over the last several years, you just like, I don't care what the guys in the white lab coats say. You can't tell me that there's not something to it. Did you guys see my, my whale? Yeah. Have another you guys seen another the whales? whale died or something. Yeah, and there's more stories being written about the whales dying. There's like, there's been like thirty of them, or twenty or thirty of them, or something. Thirty, thirty, like at least twenty. Oh, uh, like the new conspiracy New Jersey brain podcast. But no, hey, I sent you a story. Yeah, I I saw it. Okay, okay. And this yeah. recent one that just happened a couple of days ago. This whale was monstrous. This thing was, this thing was you know thirty five feet. Um, so the theory and, is still that like the vibration in the water from the windmill spinning is confusing the whales and they're beaching themselves. I, that's one of the theories, I guess, that's out. It seems to be the one that I've seen several times. That makes sense. So because but, like the way that whales communicate with each other, that's basically vibrations through yeah, the water. It's, it's so sonar. if it makes an audible tone in the water, which it obviously would, they're swimming toward them, which is closer to the land. And then, boom, they're stuck. So how concerned are they about their environment? Did you see you know all this environment stuff? It's like um did did uh, Al Gore go to New Hampshire? Because it's insanely cold in New Hampshire. Every time he goes somewhere with his global warming message, oh, it gets it's, cold. They have an un, they, it's always they have unseasonably crazy cold. cold. Yes, like when they go to yes. Davos and stuff. Well, has he cold. not changed his tune to to I climate don't. change yeah. instead of global warming? Yeah, they had to change it. It's not global warming anymore. Weather weirding. <laughs> they they're talking like of um, they're talking like New Hampshire's got this thing going on where a uh, negative one hundred degrees. What? Wind chill. But even I think the actual temperature was down to like negative sixty five or something like that. Yeah, it's really, really. That's really Arctic cold. Circle temperatures. Yeah, that's like Antarctica temperatures. Yeah. So, 
I mean, Texas is, they haven't done a Pat Gray show all week because they can't get to the studios because of ice. That's in, why, in, that's why I don't know anything this week. In the, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, you know? So, um, it's your sole source of news. Yeah. I listen to one thing. So, um, no, see, that's not true. Pat Gray is the only show that I listen to where I can see some stuff and then, you know, I'll, I'll look up and a laugh. few things online myself. No, not that. Oh. Of the shows I listen to, Pat Gray is the only one I listen to and can repeat with any kind of uh, credibility because Dan Bongino's show is so good. But I can't spew that stuff out that he does after because I can't remember all that. He's like Yeah, a, he's done... He's done so much with the corruption of the documents and the Biden corruption in Ukraine and China. And it's just like names and dates and and countries and just one after the other. That's why I said last week, you just need to go listen to the show. He he interviewed um, Dr. Robert Malone today was was his podcast. But his show is like really good. It's like a must listen. I cannot I cannot uh, convey what goes the information that's given in that show in this show you just need to listen to it yeah and again he's not the most skilled radio entertainer so just that kind of, but the information is just all rock solid uh, it's good to have so what about ai artificial I mean, intelligence yeah like the whole I chat gp gp what is it Chat GBT, GBT, GBT. Yeah. Uh, Rogan just interviewed a guy that's I think was a is a developer of Chat GBT. He should interview Chat GBT. <laughs> so I didn't listen to it. I just know that he did. But that's the big thing now that they've come out and said that this you know artificial intelligence has passed like Wharton Business School exams, which they're like the number one business school in the country. Apparently it's passed multiple states, uh, bar exams has passed medical licensure exams. And I, there's a lot of really scary things about artificial intelligence, but as far as what they're explaining in, in those situations, to me, aren't they just creating an algorithm that, um, knows how to search the internet for the answers to the questions. I think so, but they've also they've also proven it to be very controllable. I mean, this isn't like an out of control AI that has any kind of it, it really has no ability to do anything on its own at all. Um I, I'm going to say that and I know this is going to sound really remedial, but it it bears reminding when you start talking about AI. Computers don't do anything they're not programmed to do. Correct. It, um, you... So like John was um, Johnson, Corinne's husband was messing around with uh, the chat GBT thing and sent me a couple of screenshots of him asking it questions. And he asked it if it could tell uh, a joke about Jewish people in the voice of Ari Shafir. So they wanted it to write a joke. Ari Shafir is a Jewish comedian um, who, who does tell those kind of jokes. Well, it said that it couldn't um, because it's not allowed to make jokes right. about a, a, a group of people. So then he went on and he asked it 
to tell a joke about black people in the voice of Joe Rogan. It said that it could not. Um, he said to tell a joke about white people in Joe Rogan's voice. It did. Um, basically, and then he, he used Dave Chappelle as the comedian, but asked it again to tell a joke about black people. Couldn't tell a joke about white people. It could. You ask it to tell a joke about straight people. It will. You ask it, and it doesn't matter what comedian he would put. Um, so if the, if the comedian was black or white or straight or gay, it didn't matter. Um, it'll joke about straight people. It will joke about Christians. It won't joke about gay people. It won't joke about Muslims. It's... So yeah, I yeah mean, it's, that's what is being programmed to yes. do. So it's not. Yeah, uh, it's it. Mom, I don't, have, I don't have any she, interest in it. She's already um, getting to, um, and she knows other teachers where they will not give assignments to be done outside of the classroom. That was because. Quick. Well, this has already been going on because they there's no confidence that the, the student is the one actually doing the work. I, I want to interject, but I'm, as you can probably hear, hear this buzzing, fire like alarm, alarm going on. It's a fire alarm, so I've been muted so everyone knows. That's why I'm not talking right now. I'm really hoping that this is a drill because I'm just sitting You should here. leave. If Do you have drills in your church? No, but they have kids yeah, the that pull the fire alarm. Oh, yeah, yeah, has to yeah. have drills every so often. Yeah, so but you don't still have kids there, do you? Yeah, it's only 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah. So, Callie lost a tooth today. Oh, yeah. But that's because her sister punched it out of her. Cameron well, knocked her sister's tooth out. It was already loose. Not that mu- Not that loose. Well, she was wiggling When they it. had their snow day, she told me about it. I was FaceTiming mom, and I told her about the Tooth Fairy. She's very interested in the Tooth Fairy. That's She does. She wanted her tooth to put it under the pillow immediately because of that. But she's got a, an adult tooth coming in behind it. So, yeah, it did make it a little loose. But then they got in an argument, and Cameron took a swipe at her sister's face and, and yanked her tooth. Do you guys, you guys know who d- is? Yes. When he was little, he lost a tooth and he wrote a note to the tooth fairy. It says something like, leave a five and the tooth is yours. <laughs> Wasn't it something, I remember the story, like take the tooth and leave a five. Yeah, or something. something like that. Like that, yeah. that Good grief. That thing, is is it getting louder? Is the is the fire alarm getting louder? How long do they have to leave no, that alarm? No, it's the same. Do you smell smoke? No. Here's the thing. You, you, Here's the your thing. staff, and you don't know that when they schedule a fire drill. No, the the preschool admin just kind of does their if thing. If it takes this long for all those kids to get out of the building, then you have other problems. I mean, the, like they're gonna burn. They they shouldn't have to run the fire alarm this long for the drill because if everyone's not out by now, ooh, oh no. Are you saying I should leave? I mean, I'm just saying it's running for a long time for a drill because usually they'll shut it off after okay, they're all Okay, you guys out. just keep talking here. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> She's going to go turn it off. I hope it's not really a... F- I guess you'll find out if it's a fire or not. Yeah, because we're live... We got a, we're getting a live feed from her laptop right now. I can still see in her office. So if we start seeing smoky, like a smoky image, I'm going to guess she's not in the building anymore. 
And if that happens, she'll probably text us that there's a fire. She's done. Yeah, I'm. I'm. She's not coming back. Or if we see like water start to spray through the window. You saw that they. You saw that they did another Pfizer video with the same, the same guy that they caught undercover before. But it, yeah. it's about how Pfizer basically knows that it was causing an issue with fertility. I mean, they know. He explained. Yeah, there's a lot the chemical of chemical process in the body. So they started. They it was uh, hashtag fertility, but fertility was spelled with a ph, like Pfizer or a p. Um, it was, um, pretty shocking Mem- though. Yeah, remember a year ago when they told you you were a whack job and they'd pull you offline if you said anything about women's menstrual cycles being messed up, and now there's stories all over the place admitting that it's a real problem. And a high up Pfizer employee admitting it on camera. Yeah. Did, okay. I saw somebody. We talked about the video. Posting this, like it's like you only get twelve cycles a year to have a child, and there are women having having a cycle for like you know, f- you know, five weeks, and then they don't for they don't for a week or t- for like two or three weeks, and then they are they're back on their period again. It's like how can you possibly have your have you know have any kind of planning to have a pregnancy? How do they even work? How do you I, even have time to build up a uterine lining no to bleed idea. again? I don't, also, so it makes you wonder okay, what's, where, yeah, where's that? Somebody pulled it. I that's knew what's it. going on I so knew long. It. So someone's going to be in trouble. That's why, that's why <laughs> is what that you said, do they have fire drills there? And I said, no, but they have little kids that pull fire alarms. I knew it. Wow. So, yeah, this, but this is, um, they're starting to be articles and information all over the place on that. And, you know, listening to Dr. Robert Malone today on Bongino, um, there, this uh, vaccine and the spike protein that's produced and going through the body, there's a lot of different things it can do to you. Like, it's not just like, oh, well, it causes myocarditis or blood clots. Okay, those are two pretty well-known things now at this point, but there's so many different systems within your body that it can affect. So there's a lot of people having issues beyond just simply like Dr. Uh, Malone said that he has, he calls it vaccine damaged. He has tinnitus um, or he, he pronounced it differently. You know, the ringing in your ears, he has nervous leg. He has, hy- I'm going to have tinnitus after this. <laughs> he has hypertension. Um, all these things are the result of, um, he has this, the, the, your heart rate, the max and minimums of it. There's a range in his, and Bongino said his, he's suffering the same thing. It has narrowed that range your, your, of high and lows, you know, of what your heart can handle. Um, heart rate is, is smaller. So there's a whole myriad of effects that this is causing. And spike protein is just flat out a toxin. And um, he said they didn't really handle it as such when they were developing it. So... Um, the, the, and, we, and not, and then you see the menstrual stuff with the women and their menstrual cycles. And now you're seeing. I saw somebody post uh, a story last night where um, it's it is they believe causing cancer to be much more aggressive. If you have cancer, then boom, it just like is super aggressive. Did you? We we talked about the video last week. And we played clips from it last week, and then there was the fertility one, um, the that just came out. I think yesterday, but. We didn't talk about, we didn't get to because it wasn't out yet. The day that we recorded last week, um, that night, they put out the uh, confrontation video, 
where they confronted the guy that they had recorded. Oh my gosh. It was an epic freak out. It was, it was kind of awesome. That guy, first of all, he tried to say, I'm not even a doctor. But he totally is. And well, he, he said, said, I'm just a liar. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I was lying. I was lying on a, on a date on a to date. impress a date. Um, which, by the way, confirms our theory. Super gay. They always go after the, the gay ones. Apparently can't keep their mouth shut. Um, so they target them all the time. And I swear, all the like Twitter employees that they've busted and everything, they've all been gay. Um, I just I just have to say the, the the Project Veritas person that was willing to do that, it was their third date. I'm like, you had to go on three dates yeah. with this guy to get this information? Yeah. I feel so bad for you. But uh, I, I like how he said, I was lying to impress a date like normal people do. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he said... Yeah, because that's a really great way to start a relationship. Yeah, and then he said that he was a contractor who only started working for them out of a like a marketing consulting company, which is not true. He's a doctor. He's a urologist, um, which is why... Yeah. You didn't hear them say that? Not a urologist, no. Yeah. It is, and then they, he started talking about how... Um, that, that's why he was able to speak so in depth on the effect that it was having, the chemical effect that it was having on, um, women's cycles there, what the hypothalamus, um, whatever. Cause there's this whole thing, the trigger that tells, you know, that, that regulates the cycle thing. Like yes. they call it the something HPG or something like that. HPD actually stands for like hypothalamus something else, and then go natal. Oh, yeah, because what I have is called hypothalamic something. Yeah, that's what he said it was affecting. And so, and he and he knew the details because he's a, I mean, he's a urologist. Hmm. Is, what is your, isn't that have something to do with like cancer? Isn't that cancer? your urinary tract? Yes. That's why I think he would be an endocrinologist. I don't know. That's what I'm wondering, yeah. I don't know. Would be that's your gland. No, they say very specifically. The date. The, the the Project Veritas reporter asks him. Well, you know, because like because you're you're but, a urologist, and he said, yeah. But he would also deal with your prostate, your whole urinary yeah. tract, and yeah. Huh. Um. So, but his but his reaction when they confronted him was great. He tried taking the the iPad out of. Well, no, he did. He took the iPad out of his hand, smashed it onto he the broke ground, it. Yeah. broke the iPad. And uh, when the police showed up, because he wanted, he told them to keep them inside. He said, don't right. let them he leave. Lock the doors. Don't let them leave. Lock I don't the want doors. them to he leave because he wanted the, the police to show up. He wanted the police to come. Um, and arrest because, them. Yeah. The Vo- Project Veritas people. Yes. And they came and um, James O'Keefe was already gone, but... They, when they explained the whole situation, they said, well, we can't take him to jail. Uh, and I mean the Jordan, whatever his name is, that was the Pfizer employee, because James O'Keefe wasn't there anymore with the broken iPad. He said if he had been, they would have taken the Pfizer guy to jail. Um, uh, but it was just pretty crazy. Yeah, he was all going like, is this even real? <laughs> Yes, when, when, I, when I James O'Keefe were, introduced himself, I think that you were seeing the reaction of a man who legitimately thought um, that the billion, multi-billion-dollar company that he worked for was going to have him killed. I think you saw a person who thought for a moment, "I'm a dead, I'm literally a dead man." 
because he knew all the stuff that he had said. He was very and scared. He, he, I don't know. Yeah, what... he said, is this real life? He's like, what is happening? I mean, he was legitimately in shock. And then he panicked, and the whole time, I think, he, he was desperate to try anything. He told him he was lying. He tried breaking the iPad like that was the only copy that they had. Like the one copy was on the iPad. <laughs> but I, I think you saw someone in actual fear for their life. He was losing it, that's for sure. I think um, the next day, the videos of him reacting uh, were uh, had the um, hashtag Epsteined. Because they all thought he was going to get Epsteined and killed. Wow. Wow. I still think he might. So after listening to our podcast last week, um, your Aunt Lynn called me and said she knows somebody whose dog stepped on their gun and shot him in the foot. No. Yeah. Was she there? Uh, her well, her. They, I guess they were <laughs> hunting. Because <she> <laughs> if she was, she did it. It's somebody that her husband and sons hunt with. They were going up a hill, and uh, I guess he laid his gun down. Which, again, why don't you have the safety on? How many people have been shot by their own gun by laying their gun down to climb a hill or climb over a fence or whatever, and the thing falls over and hits a twig and goes? And it happens. You know, it happens. So. So anyways, apparently that's what happened. And the dog stepped on the where the trigger was. It went off and it shot the guy in the foot. So dad has a new So I have a new guns. Was, yeah, my new, here's my new hand, gun handling philosophy. Handling guns needs to scare the stupid out of you. If it doesn't scare the stupid out of you, don't handle guns. Because it is stupid to have a gun that has a safety and not have it on unless you're pointing it at something ready to pull the trigger. You could also have a sling so that you don't have to lay your gun down on the ground. ground. That helps. If I had a sling, I'd still have the safety on. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. I would, too. When it comes to shooting, if if you practice enough, even dry firing, you get to the point where turning the safety off and pulling the trigger at the same time is pretty much and that's really with just long guns shotguns rifles i mean you get to the point where you know that you're walking around with it with the safety on so before you go to pull the trigger the first time you're just automatically kicking the safety off you know with your thumb real quick and then pulling the trigger almost like it's one almost like it's one motion you always have the safety on i just don't understand the cavalier handling of a gun that's something that can take your life so completely and quickly. When um, I watch people handle guns sometimes, it's terrifying. Do you, Okay. The most terrified I've ever been watching people handle guns was in my concealed carry class. And we didn't even, they didn't have magazines in them. They were unloaded. But those people just watching them and knowing they were taking that class, I was like, oh, lordy. But they didn't pass, I'm pretty sure. So it's fine. There's the one of the videos that has made the biggest impact on me. We just saw recently, Cade uh, from the Mister Guns and Gear. I don't know if he was a Ukrainian or a Russian soldier who shoots himself from under the chin through the top of his head. That had to have been. That had to have been on purpose. I saw the I don't guy. Think so. I saw the guy. He is sitting there laughing the and joking. Yeah, smoking but, a cigarette and they're goofing around. I guess, but that guy's thumb was inside the trigger guard, and he just pulled the trigger. And the it was on that, it was on struck, full auto. 
that's I was gonna say that's what struck me when I say scare the stupid out of you. That's not only so stupid that the guy's got an AK, the uh, the the safety is off. It was on full auto. Yeah, it squeezed off three three rounds or so before his through, dead thumb came his off chin, the trigger, right through the top of his head, and it's over in the bl- you know less than the blink of an eye. But I. I can tell someone's if I set down it doesn't matter an unloaded gun and told someone to pick up that gun within three seconds I know how proficient you are with guns I know how accurate you're gonna shoot I'm gonna I know if you even know how to use it instantly um and it's scary watching people handle guns the way they do I I obviously you know have a couple of guns and handle them and at the same time I'll tell you they scare me I am scared of guns. I'm not. I'm I, I'm I handling mean, to, them all the time to, have, to the point where the, to the point where um, where you're pointing it, where your finger is on. I get it, it's I like get all that, but memory. I'm just saying it's, you're like a reverent, it's, it's a reverential like a, exactly. Yeah, I, I respect mean, I what they it. Can, I certainly know what they can do, but like when I I respect when I walk that around, if I do something stupid, my life could be over with in a blink of an eye. Yeah, when I'm walking around with a gun, it's pointing the muzzle away from somebody and keeping my finger off the trigger is almost instinctual at this point just because I've done it so often I don't even think about it I'll automatically turn the muzzle in a different direction even if I'm like bringing the gun up I'm going to rotate it in a way where it points right, at I, do and it I don't even have to think from, about out, it anymore. out away from me Austin even noticed in our pictures from our trunk or treat where like had an army trunk and I had a nerf gun in my hand and I was even had it oh it translates to everything I, yeah, I, I, I do it with gun. power tools. <laughs> I do it with power tools. I did it with a. Um, I do it with a um, hot glue gun. Uh, the all the time. I it, I can't help it. If there's a trigger on it and like a pistol grip, I'm instinctually going to have my finger horizontal along the what would be slide of the gun. I can't yeah. help it. <laughs> I heard um, Tom Brady retired again. Yes, and I really think for good. Yeah, I There's, think so too. After watching yeah. him this season, however, Brett Favre his, his just signed a contract <laughs> with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> They'd probably take him if they could get him. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he was bad, but he, he was not as sharp. You, no, he wasn't. But the same. I get it. He's forty-five years old. I, oh, I yeah. don't. I, I don't give any criticism for that. Someone listed out the stats um, from his as, a, as from his whole career as his from his twenties, in his thirties, in his forties. Each one broken down. Three Hall of Fame Each careers. decade broken down would be a Hall of Famer in and of themselves. Yes. Hmm. I thought though that it uh, Michael Knowles was commenting. I thought it was a really interesting point because this was kind of my thought too. Is I don't know if this is true, but the the primary talk of he and what's her, Giselle is that his name was his wife's name divorce yes. was him going back after he said he was retiring and playing one more season, and I thought you you destroyed your family, you broke up your family and ended your marriage for for a couple of months of more football. That just yeah, I thought that that's too. just so silly. Yeah, what yeah. a loser. Yeah, that that's so silly. Yeah. You, I mean, I respect are, what you did on the football field and, yeah, but and you're the discipline a life loser. And that it took. But but when it comes to that, yes, I'm sorry. And and so Knowles pointed this out. He he referenced King Hezekiah when 
was it Isaiah that went to him and told him, "You're gonna, you're you're gonna die." Was it Isaiah? I think it was Isaiah. Sure. Anyways, um, and Hezekiah says, "Oh, you know, can you intercede with God for me? I want to, you know, some more time, some more time." So, so the prophet comes back and says, um, "You're gonna good. You're gonna get 15 more years." But yeah, you're correct though. It's it's in Isaiah. So. Okay. So, but the problem is is that uh, you um, are going to have a son, Manasseh, that. <laughs> ruins the the nation um you know is very ungodly and you're in the babylonians you're going to basically permit them in and so that they end up taking over and overthrowing israel and putting in captivity so that's going to be the result of you getting 15 more years you know it's like do you want 15 more years if that all that stuff's going to happen and he took yeah i want 15 more years um there's a time when it's time to say enough is enough because to go on is not going to be good. And like Hezekiah, um, Brady chose selfishly and wrought destruction um, to his family, to which is to me, to his life. So I don't see that as being any kind of great accomplishment to play another, you know, six, seven months of football. No, it and it really kind of, well, in a sane person's eyes, should diminish all of his other accomplishments. I mean, you've you accomplished all these other great things, and you know, I, I, you know, best football, best quarterback to ever play, at least the most, the winningest, more Super Bowls by than anybody by far, first round Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer multiple times over, and you still lost in the long run. We. Well, that's what happens when you make something like that you your know, idol. ultimate. Your idol. Um, that's his life was nothing without. He could not imagine his life without football. I've I've always had this desire to go to one of these places like um, you see on the screensaver shots. You know where you're you're in your over the water cabin in Bora Bora. You know and it's gorgeous. And you know, mom and I go in there and getting to spend a week, you know, ten days, two weeks, just living like that. And mom and I were sitting on the bed with the girls the other night watching Bugs Bunny or something. And Cameron has just snuggled up to me. And I said, I would not trade this to go to Bora Bora. This is better. Now, as soon as she gets up and leaves, I'll go to Bora Bora. But, but, <laughs> can't, but take a, can't take a gun to Bora Bora. Bora Bora's so, out for me. <laughs> but I value to me that's so much more valuable than I guess one more year of football or whatever, you know, what is it you prioritize in your life? And, and I, I, I'm so proud of you, Cade. Um, last, last night when you went off to work because you had skipped the day, uh, because Callie was sick. And so you did what you needed to do as a parent. You stayed with your child. And then when, when mom got home, and it was nighttime and it was dark out. You went to work and you worked and then you came home and got up and first thing this morning and went back to work again. And that's not easy, but someday you're going to look back and you're going to say, man, remember when we did that and the kids were little and we went through all that. And you're going to say it was worth it because of what it produced. And I feel I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. It was hard. 
but man, I have a great sense of satisfaction because I did what was right. I did what was needed and it's produced great kids and a great life. And I'm sat and, and I find I, that's more satisfying than anything else you can possibly do. And I'm, I'm really proud of you because it's not easy. It's not easy to do the right thing when, when your selfish human flesh tells you you want, you want to do other things. And I'm a, I'm a very, I'm a very selfish fleshly person. And so I've had to live my whole life disciplining myself to not be who I would be naturally. But my sense of satisfaction with being able to discipline myself at this point in, you know, at, at this age of my life, I can look back now and say, um, I feel good about it. It was worth it. And it's my greatest sense of accomplishment. If the if, if the right way was the easy way, then everybody would do it. <laughs>